0: Hi, everyone. Donald here. I just wanted to let you know that I'll be editing this episode of connectivity and possibly some others due to Nick suffering a hand injury. But I also have the honor of having this be the first NWR podcast since we've joined Patreon. Patreon is a service that allows you to donate money per month to help support your favorite websites in this case. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can have early access to Nintendo World Report articles onto the $30 a month where some ballers actually will have a chance to have a topic of connectivity of their choice. So head on over to patreon.com slash NWR and give with all your might. Thanks.
1: to connectivity 202 i'm your host nicholas Bray, and today i'm joined by donald terrio uh
0: thanks for having me here nick and uh, hope your arm gets better soon
1: <laughs> yeah thanks uh very much for uh stepping up and um uh doing the editing for this week uh because yeah i unfortunately broke my wrist and it is now in a cast and bandaged up and can barely move so yay uh also here this week is uh once again Adam Abunasa. Uh, out of all the times i've
2: fanboyed internally uh none of them compare with, with donald he's like a machine like uh, he's <laughs> he's
1: I, the the
2: news machine yeah yeah, I'm podcasting <laughs> with donald it's like so cool.
1: Yeah well, it's been quite a while since I've um had Donald on connectivity so it's good to get you back on actually I've been meaning to for quite a while but just I've been lazy <laughs> asking people so okay so um anyway let's just jump right into it so Donald uh, what have you been up to lately uh,
0: well, there was some games that came out the a few days before we recorded here, and I managed to start one of them on Friday and beat the, beat it earlier today. I beat uh, The Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past on 3DS.
1: How did you like playing through it again? For the how many how many times have you played through it now? Uh,
0: I think I think I'm into about the dozens because I usually play it through every couple of years. Usually, when I get it on a on a new system legally.
1: <laughs> but yeah. uh
0: but yeah i got 100 of it got all the items the only the only weird thing i noticed on this version is that some of the puzzles in the later part of the game that have invisible floors it was very hard to see those on the on the 3ds
1: oh okay that's interesting
0: yeah because because
1: the screen's so small or uh it, it's more of the because
0: there there's always been those concerns about flashing lights and epilepsy with Nintendo, especially, you know, they had those health and safety warnings at the front of their games for years. Uh, Yeah. So with this one, they've turned down the intensity of the light that comes up when you see those invisible, invisible floors. So it made getting through the
2: final towers a bit of a pain. Now there are two different like visual modes, aren't there? Yeah,
0: there's the uh, there's the pixel perfect mode, and then there's the stretched out to fill the screen mode. I on, honestly I just stuck with the the regular mode just because I was lazy didn't didn't feel like taking the thirty seconds it would take to go in, switch it, and back out of the menu.
2: Now is that like um, I think when you play DS games on a 3DS, like you can make them smaller. Is it, is it like physically smaller when you go to the pixel perfect mode?
0: yeah because there is a little bit of a border in the regular mode but when you do the pixel perfect it brings the screen in a little further so that it matches the resolution of the Super Nintendo whether it's 320 or 256 horizontal depends on the game but the ones that I've played with it so far are Earthbound and Link to the Past and they both did a they both shrunk down pretty well at least Earthbound did
1: it's like when um you do the Game Boy Border on the Game Boy games, it's like that's a pixel perfect mode for the Game Boy game, so it's not quite as small as that because it's a Super Nintendo, but same sort of thing. And
2: what system did you play on? Is the did you play the XL or the smaller one? Uh
0: the XL. I've got a Monster Hunter XL that I use, so oh, i shiny. Yeah, I I if the f- new if the regular size system wasn't 230 bucks here i probably would have gotten it
2: yeah i've been looking amazon now ships internationally from japan and i've been thinking about importing either a small new D- new 3ds or a 2ds but i don't know why like just to have it i guess You'd have to play everything
1: in Japanese as well, so...
2: Yeah, but, like, Pokemon Red wouldn't be that hard to get around.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Hmm.
2: I don't know. So,
1: I, um... Wait, sorry, sorry.
2: I had nothing to say. say? <laughs> nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was just going to say, um... Yeah, so playing through Link to the Past again, Donald, did, you, did anything stand out to you? Like, just in terms of the game design, or... You know, new thoughts on the game as a whole.
0: Um, I actually managed to do a little bit more sequence breaking than I normally do with the game this time, because once I got out of the first the the dark palace in the dark world, I went to the uh, the dun- the the dungeon in Kakariko in Dark World Kakariko, and I managed to get the Titan's Mitt and not and get out of the dungeon once I got it. So. It it let me do a lot of things very early on that I wouldn't normally do. But yeah, the, those games are really fun when you can sort of break the sequence. Like there's there's one puzzle that a lot of people do do straight, but I've always done it. It's in the Ice Palace. There's a pressure switch where you basically have to move a block down from another floor. But I've just I just used the can of Samaria, the thing that makes blocks, just to get past it. So I have to jump ahead of dungeon, grab that, and leave.
1: Yeah, it's been quite a while since I've played uh, through Link to the Past like all the way through properly. Um, I've probably only played it like two or three times over the years because the first time I really played it was back in like two thousand and two or so. And then I got the also had the GBA version, which yeah, I I've through as well, never so.
2: beaten that game.
1: Mm. You should. You should playing through it.
2: <laughs> it no no I love that game I think that it's uh, maybe like the perfect Zelda game just because I still don't think that 3D games are as polished as like 2D games were when Link to the Past came out so like someday we'll get a 3D Zelda that is as perfect as Link to the Past but I never beat it I don't know I played it a lot when I was a kid I had the Game Boy Advance version Um, But I just spent so much time wandering around. I was scared of the dark world. So when I got to the dark world, I was like, I'm just going to go back to the light world and just go cut grass.
1: Yeah, the the dark world is like just sometimes you say, oh, it's so bleak and you just want to go, let's just go back to the light world for a while and run around the fields and stuff. The the one thing I got stuck on, I remember the first time through, was um, uh, using the hook shot to get across the broken bridge. Um, to get to the like the next section of the map in the dark world because you can barely see I remember you can barely see like the the thing on the other side right so you, most people sort of don't notice it to get across the gap do you guys know what, what part I'm talking about I, I yeah I think so
0: but I think this time I just I just ducked down and went went the long way to get up to the village
1: so other than the link to the past and all that's pretty much all you got new
0: yeah i i've i've got the beta for lost reavers downloaded but i haven't had a chance to duck into it yet
1: uh yeah my friend showed me that yesterday actually uh for five minutes um he just sort of played through a bit like one level and it looks terrible i mean it looks absolutely terrible to me just nothing to it just one button to hack and slash through dudes get to like an item at like the end of a a couple of corridors and then you like you sort of lug the item back to the start of the map that's all it is to it it just seems really bad the graphics don't seem that good the the um it just seems janky as anything which is i don't know it seems like that game's been in development for so long but it just seems like what's the point why would you make this game
2: it's it's
1: but i could be wrong i could be wrong there could be something more to it but from my impressions of just seeing it for five minutes yesterday, and we're just like, uh, like, what's the? Well, it's Namco Bandai, right?
2: Because I f- I feel like they have some big nasty contract to help with Smash, where they're like, okay, you have to make so many games, and that's where we got like Pokémon, and why we're getting this crappy game. Is so there just?
1: So this one, it's like just contractual yeah, like Sonic Obligation. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Why it's been in development for so long then? Why Well, they maybe they tried to fix like, it, and
2: they're months. like, all right, whatever, just. Just put it out as is.
0: I think it came out in Japan last year, so it's it's a bit it's a bit of a known property in that way.
1: Yeah, the localization's bumped it out a bit further, so... Mm. I don't know. I wasn't very impressed, so it doesn't seem that fun. Um, of course, yeah, other than watching my friend play a few games yesterday, I haven't touched a game for, like, a, over a week now, so... Um, I did receive my... I actually bought a boxed copy of Pokemon Green from Japan. So that turned up, which is kind of cool. I just kind of wanted, like, a... Just to get, like, one of the copies for, like, collection purposes. It's kind of cool. The box is cool. It comes with, like, a poster town map and everything, so... You know, you're going to have to play it in Japanese. I'm probably not going to play it. There's already a save file still on it, actually, though. I sort of mucked around for, like, five minutes to sort of checking out the bit of the Pokedex pictures and um, whatever the last person to play had been doing. They hadn't gotten all of the Pokemon, though, and the clock on the game was, like, at 122 hours, so I'm not really sure what they were doing the whole time. Um, but, yeah, because, you know, the the um, the 3DS, like, they put out those boxes yeah. with the download codes in Japan. Like, the re. Really, replica boxes and all that. I considered, like, getting one of those for a while, and I was like, eh, what's the point, really? I could just get, like, the original game release with the town map and everything, and it'd be an actual Game Boy game. So, that was my reasoning behind it.
2: Nintendo handhelds weren't region-locked until the 3DS, right?
1: Uh, DSi, yeah. Which, like, is only, like, a handful of cartridge games that were region-locked Oh, because,
2: Nick, I got... I got you a present. If that Shovel Knight ever shows up, I got you a, a DS game that I'm going to send along with it.
1: I'm sc- sort of scared about what it could be now. It's going to be like My Smoking Coach or something, isn't it?
2: My Stop Smoking Coach. No, I'm kidding. It's a Ninja Town. I found Ninja Town at GameStop for like 80 cents. And I was like, holy shit, that's my favorite game. Like, I have to get this for Nick.
1: Um. So yeah, that's what have what's been up with me, i yeah, haven't really done too much. Um I've been wanting to get back into Super Mario Maker, but um that will be another six or seven weeks probably until my hand can hold a controller again. Um have you um uh, so yeah yeah, Adam. Um uh, well first on Super Mario Maker,
2: every time I start to think like, oh I should play Super Mario Maker, I see some video on Facebook or YouTube or something of just the, like, most difficult-looking level. You have to
1: grab shells
2: and jump on them and bounce and stuff forever. And I'm like... I saw one of
1: those yesterday on Facebook. You might have liked probably, it or something, but it was, yeah, this one where the dude had to bounce turtle shells off the side of walls yeah. and then do, like, a wall I, jump. I, I didn't and, like it.
2: I wowed it. I exclusively yeah. wow things on Facebook. Um, But, yeah, that just <laughs> turns me off. Every time I see that, I'm like, no, th- no thanks.
1: You know, that's not all there is.
2: Well, to Mario Maker. I, I don't even want to go into that realm. Um, but for games I've been playing, <laughs> uh I've been playing a lot of Mitomo, Uh but I know we're going to talk about that later. Uh and then I've been playing a, a little game called uh The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. <sighs> oh, oh, man. Funny. So when I was much younger, Twice Twice I got myself to the Water Temple, like the Third Temple or whatever, and then I just quit. I gave up. The Hyrule was boring and confusing. I didn't like the bloom lighting. Uh, The dungeons were gloomy and dull. And I just couldn't do it. I was like, no. And then this time, I got to the Water Temple, and I was pretty done. I was like, I don't... You know, I think I'm done again. And then... I don't remember why, but someone was like, oh, we're going to talk about Twilight Princess. Like, and I was like, okay, I guess I'd better finish it, just so I can form an actual opinion on it after all this time. And then I got the Master Sword. And then I got shot into the desert. And as soon as I landed in the desert, I thought to myself, this is Zelda. And I... I can't believe it, but I think that behind those first 10 hours is the best Zelda game. Like, I...
1: So, Neil was, Neil was right then, but he got past the Water I can't temple, believe it. Now, I love so it. I like can't it
2: stop playing it. I got to... Like, the the Ice Temple was just some people's house, and it was adorable. There were giant yetis. And
1: they were so cute. Um... Now, you're dissing this part before, but, like, what did you think of the uh, City Escape snowboard?
2: I was really disappointed in that because I thought it was going to be, like, you know, Sonic. Like, they were going to play some rock music and be all excited. But it was just, like, a gentle snowboard ride. Like, it was so gentle. I didn't hit anything. I didn't see any obstacles. You just gently sort of just go down there. Like, I don't understand what the point of that was unless, like during the ganon fight they're like oh all of a sudden you have to snowboard at this part does that happen do you have to snowboard again later
1: the Yeti actually turns up and tries to fight ganon so you have to snowboard he, he loses
2: is that really what happened
1: yeah yeah
2: are you serious donald is he being yeah. serious there there
0: is some callbacks to things earlier in the game but well i i actually haven't although i'm a, i just got the master sword myself in twilight princess
2: I haven't gotten to uh, the snow. Well, as soon as you yet. get the master sword, it's beautiful. I do have some serious problems with the game, though. Oh, first, uh, the first time I went to the temple of time and I saw the reflections on the floor, like I was like, Ugh, oh my god, like almost crying. And my sister and I, like we've always joked for years, we call it toilet paper. We hate this game. And she comes in my room and she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "This game is amazing." And she was like, "You're lying. You're just trying to make me play that shitty game again." Like, she doesn't believe me that it's good. Um, But the problems I have with the game, the opening is really crappy. Like, I don't understand why they put such boring, safe dungeons at the beginning. Like, it was... I don't know. I guess people always talk about the magnet boots and the fire temple. Like, that's so cool. But it's not really that cool. Um, And then the last...
1: But it's the first few dungeons in the game. They have to be easier. Like, they have to take into account... It's, it's going not to that they're easy, it's that they're boring. Games. Like,
2: Dodongo's Didango, Cavern is really cool. Like, whoa, you go in there, you're all excited. Um, I guess Jabu Jabu totally blows. But, I don't know. I, it just it seems weird that my entire life, like, there was this great Zelda game that, like, I'd been waiting for. That was, like, out. That, like, I owned. That I just didn't know about. Uh, but the Lost Woods, I really hate the Lost Woods with the stupid Skull Kid. His stupid song, and you have to chase him around. Like, that is so annoying. I did not like that. And then, I know there's something else I really hated. Oh, the grass. It's so hard to cut the grass. Like, why Why does that have to be so hard to cut the grass? That's why I play Zelda games, is to cut the grass. But all the grass is really low to the ground, and, like, the wind from your sword, like, pushes it away. Like, oh, no. Oh, you're not going to cut me. Like, I liked it when the grass was, like, such a concrete thing that you could, like, pick it up and throw it at the wall. Like, that's the grass. I know. Um But, yeah, I, I turned around on Twilight Princess, and I never, never, never thought that would happen. But we'll see. I'm, I'm going to finish it.
1: Oh, that's good to hear that you've, yeah, gotten past that hump. For that ten years. Jesus Christ.
2: Light. Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I, I feel you, Adam. I mean I I liked Twilight Princess from what I played before the H D remake, but the little thi- I know the little things that they've done in the H D version, like cutting down on the lights you have to find and low and lowering the amount of time you spend in the Lost Woods, because apparently you have to do
2: the door puzzle yeah, you do twice, twice in the original games. You go back. As far in I like two hours you'll be back there. Okay. Um, another thing I like is the original one. See, I've always felt, I've always been really mad at Shadow of the Colossus because I feel that bloom lighting was like such a shitty effect that everyone grabbed onto for like eight years. And I thought like, oh, that's how you make realistic, pretty games. You just add really bad lighting into the game. And Twilight Princess, the original one was really heavy on that, but this one is, is not that it's, it's bright and colorful, uh, and has moments that look like an HD, ocarina of time like a a real zelda game um other than that uh my sister's wedding is on saturday and i'm supposed to get uh an apartment with with her and her husband in like august and the other day we were at the bar and she goes i'm gonna get pregnant so fast i'm gonna have so many babies right away and i'm over here thinking like oh my god am i gonna move in with a very pregnant person like, is there going to be a baby in my house? So I'm kind of stressing out that, like, there's going to be a baby in my house. That's just, it's scary. It's so scary, man. I don't want that responsibility. Just, Adam, just don't shake the baby and you'll be fine.
1: Don't try and put the Wii mode up its bum that's or something. That's what Nintendo like, taught me to do know, with babies. That's what we all But what if, like, I want to do
2: something and all three of them gang up on me and are like, no, you can't do that. And then I can't do that.
1: I don't know, I don't think I think you're worrying for nothing. I think it'll be fine. I think you'd be right. <laughs> okay, so we'll um wrap up this first segment and we'll be back after a short break. And we're back. So, now we're going to have a small listener mail segment. We have one question and, oh, sort of two questions, actually. So, Adam, do you want to start off the first?
2: Ryan Walters writes, Hi, Connectivity Crew. First, I really enjoy your show. I started listening earlier this year and I was instantly hooked. Okay, on to my question. I know Pokemon is a common theme on the show and Adam is a real Pokemon master. So, my question is about Pokemon. Uh, What features do you hope return from previous generations in Sun and Moon, and which ones do you hope don't? Thanks again, all, for putting together such an enjoyable show. So, thank you, Ryan. You're very nice. Um, I am a real Pokemon master. Uh, Fun fact, I destroyed him in Pokken. I destroyed him. I made him cry in front of his children. Uh, Just so you know. I assume his children were watching. (laughs) adam i'm beginning to wonder if you have some issues with children (laughs) with children i don't have issues with children just other people's children like i'm sure if i had children like i would raise them correctly you know be like all right we're going to start off you're going to learn how to read by playing chrono trigger and then i'll show you that chrono trigger is awful by showing you final fantasy 6
1: um would you try and like get the perfect ivs and evs for for the children
2: yeah you know you gotta throw them out of the
1: you gotta you gotta breed a few to make the perfect one
2: no man, shiny children like that. You gotta go to the doctor if you have shiny children. Um, okay, but uh, for realsies, um, features I wanna uh I want to return. Uh, I was actually talking to Ryan about uh, I think he just beat X or Y, one of them, uh, and I had a lot of trouble with the post game. I was really angry because like the main quest was like all right, I was fine with it. But then, like, when you beat Black and White, there's so much stuff to do afterwards. You know, you can go and hunt down all the leaders of the places. Uh, you open up, like, a whole another half of the map. Like, there is a ton to do after Black and White. But in X and Y, you open one little town where you can go to your friend safari, and then you can go and be a detective for, like, 20 minutes. And that's it. And that just upset me so much because I don't want the game to end when... You beat the Elite Four, you know? Like, they're, you, you're still a Pokemon trainer in this world. There should still be stuff out there for you to explore. And there was a lot of just unre- unresolved things in X and Y, like, who is the ghost girl and stuff like that. Like, I wish that they just added some more. Um, this is the first time that they were able to actually do DLC, and they didn't. They could have added little side quests and stuff, but they they just didn't. They just skipped it. I feel like X and Y were really half-assed, like the engine chugs, even on new 3DS, uh, even uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire don't optimi- don't take advantage of the new 3DS. And I, I just, I, I want them to put in polish. Like, I feel like black and white were perfect. You know, they were really well done. Uh, they worked really well on the system. And X and Y just didn't do that. So I hope that that, that effort comes back that would be the first thing uh the second thing i want to come back is i want like actual time events like i want the time of day to matter again you know i want it to be day i want it to be night and i want different things to happen at different times of day because i thought that was really cool in gold and silver and then they i don't think they ever really did it again um which was kind of a bummer yeah uh
1: did golden silver have like actual events outside of Pokemon that were time sensitive they did. Oh, there
0: was like the bug catching contest there was an entire
1: uh, yeah. there
2: was a Pokemon that was only catchable on Fridays I hope that the days of the week do not come back because so I, I could that that totally sucked like oh on Tuesdays you have to do the bug catching contest yeah I think as far as
0: things I want to see come back I, I did like that X and Y had a huge variety of Pokemon to play with enough to the point that I actually went through and beat it with just single type teams of every type at some point oh really so I do hope yeah so I do hope that does come back and I'd like them to bring because one of the things you mentioned with the post game Adam was you know they just didn't they had room for DLC they teased the battle frontier coming back in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire but never delivered on it So I do hope there's something like that in Sun and Moon.
2: Yeah, they teased a lot of stuff because there was that Delta episode with Rayquaza. And everyone thought that there would be more episodes, but there weren't. Like, there was just that one event. It was really weird. Yeah, so that's that's what I
0: hope to see come back. I, I suppose if there's one thing that I hope stays out... It's that they go back to how black and white handled HM use, because you never actually needed HMs to get through black and white. But if you wanted to go exploring, you kinda you needed them.
2: Oh, for HMs, I want them to be sort of like hidden abilities. Like you could still teach those moves, but like if you have slash or i don't know like night slash or anything any sort of cutting attack then that works as cut you know if you have any sort of water attack then that'll work as surf that you just have to get the badge to unlock it or some item or something like i would rather have that instead of being forced to put like eight crappy
1: moves on my team did x and y i can't remember did x and y allow you to delete hm moves like forget them Or did you still have to go to the move tutor or something to forget stuff?
0: There's a move deleter. It's in the same place as the move tutor, actually, or the move returner. So you could use that. Because
1: they tweaked TMs, so they're reusable. Wouldn't it be easier just to say you can go over HMs if you wanted? Yeah.
2: Despite. The reason that they didn't let you do that is, like in the old ones, like your bag was so limited. So if you didn't have your HM with you, And you erased it, but you were somewhere where, like, you were in the middle of a strength puzzle, then you'd just be stuck. But anymore, you carry everything with you, so they should let you do that.
0: I I wouldn't mind if they kept HMs the same if they made the moves themselves better. Like, if if cut was, like, a steel-type swift equivalent and strength was simply just a rock move instead of normal... I wouldn't mind them because, like, I use Surf and Waterfall and Fly already as regular battle
2: moves because they're really good moves for an
0: in-game run. But
2: I like Wing Attack more than Fly. I think Wing Attack or Aerial Ace, Aerial Ace, because that one never misses, and I think it has the same attack power as Fly. You no, know, I think
0: Fly is like like fifty percent more powerful, but it, it takes just two it's turns. a two-turn move. Yeah. Well, it because I, I aside from doing the Kanto classic thing just to get that Lance's Dragonite, I don't usually battle competitively anymore, so I, I can put up with things like Fly being two turns.
1: Yeah, I would like um, the the like the clothing options and that to return in Sun and Moon, but like expand on that, like the um because like the what is it Omega Ruby and that took out the customization so um like other stuff they seem to drop is like the pokemon could follow you around in heart gold soul silver they could bring that back again. oh if
2: that doesn't come back someday there will be riots
1: (laughs) they should they should um transplant um the secret bases as well or maybe like change it up a little bit but something similar to the secret bases so you can like decorate your little room and stuff like that like i I like all that sort of stuff. I wish they would like just keep the all the stuff they put in. Like I don't know why they seem to chop and change between games. So One much. feature I really liked of HeartGoldSoulSilver
2: Gold Soul Silver is when you had your PokeWalker, every time you like pointed it at someone else's PokeWalker, you would get a little gift, but you would also get a copy of their Pokemon team and that would hang out in Viridian City. And I don't understand why Street Pass doesn't do that. You know, why don't you you get a copy of people's Pokemon teams when you street pass them and then have, like, a little battle tower like that?
0: It, it could lead to, a, like, a Fire Emblem situation because I know what right now the way my my games are set up, I pretty much just have my HM mules because they, those can't go to bank. I store all my Pokemon in bank, so I'd probably be passing, like, a Tropius and a Whalmer if I did that. And just, like, in Fire Emblem where I usually have my uh, my castle is undefended most of the time just because
2: i don't care well no i think you should be able to set it up like not your current team that you're carrying around but say like if i street pass someone use these six pokemon like a battle box
0: oh okay yeah i can see that
2: like i don't know I, i don't know why i thought x and y had that until like a week after i had the game i was like wait what does street pass do it does nothing it only does something
0: if you rig it so that you live in a completely different part of the country than everybody else that's
2: so stupid
1: yeah but i'm I'm not really sure what else i can't really think of anything else i would want from the previous previous games to make a return uh
2: Uh, nice designs
1: (laughs) Nice design the
2: new pokemon i hate her i think she's really ugly she's like a robot or something And they say that she's, like, the first man-made Pokemon or something, but that's not true because there are, like, four really charming man-made Pokemon already. Like the entire Porygon line? Yeah, the Porygon, like, they're charming. Uh, Mewtwo is super cool. Um,
0: Apparently the most beautiful Pokemon, if you ask Japan.
1: Really? Mewtwo's the most beautiful Pokemon.
0: (laughs) Or they, They took a poll in Japan as to who is the most attractive Pokemon in Mewtwo 1.
1: Okay, that's weird.
2: That's awful.
1: We all know it's Soda Woodo. <laughs> uh
2: it's Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu is the best.
1: So do we think that um Sun and Moon is actually going to improve on the engine at all? Or they're just they're not gonna like make it run better at all, it's just gonna be like the same.
2: I think there's gonna be a new art direction that works a little better with it. Like maybe like a I don't know, maybe a more chibi style and i think it'll work better on new 3ds yeah they'll they'll have had a few years to
0: refine the engine to to acknowledge the new 3ds because like omega ruby alpha sapphire came out just after the new 3ds was released in japan so that's probably why i didn't recognize it but there's probably going to be some enhancements there and it's going to have amiibo support Duh, i think it will watch it be like you, you have to tap the amiibo to unlock that pokemon in the game or something like the only way you get pikachu is if you tap the amiibo oh
2: god
1: <laughs> no i don't think it'd be pikachu it'd be, it'd yeah, be... instead of instead of digital event pokemon it's like an amiibo that you have to un- like go and buy to unlock. i'd like that
2: actually instead of those scratch off cards just have it be an amiibo card that you get at, like toys r us and you just go tap it and do you guys think that you guys think sun and moon is gonna have any sort of console counterpart
1: I, I doubt
2: it
0: if the if it didn't seem more and more likely that the that there was going to be a brand new console coming out this year i think they might do something but it at this point the the console's in too much of a transition to really nail anything down
2: you don't think that we'll get like a coliseum or something or like a pokemon bank app for nx i'm i'm i I can't see it
0: honestly just at this point game freak like the main like the main pokemon games have been so focused on handhelds and even the spin-offs to that extent i think you're probably going to see more stuff on mobile for pokemon than you will on consoles
2: oh i forgot i've been playing tembo have you guys ever played tembo the game freak like elephant game on ps4 and xbox one I got
0: it on Steam because of uh, Sega was doing a promotion. They were giving away a bunch of free games, and they gave coupons for Tembo and Valkyria Chronicles, but I haven't booted
2: it yet. Well, I love it, like a lot. So I'm really sad that it's not on Wii U, but give it a try, especially if you own it.
1: Okay, so the second question we have is from NWR's very own Zach Miller. And he wants to know our Amiibo counts. What are we up to? Adam, how many do you have now?
2: I I have 78.
1: 78? I
2: have 78.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a it lot. Is a lot. Is that every single Amiibo that's ever
2: come No, out? I don't have Gold Mega Man. I don't have the dark versions of the Skylander Amiibos. And I don't have any of the Animal Crossing ones.
1: Oh, okay. Did you even buy the Super Mario Brothers line then?
2: Um, yeah, of course I did. I needed those to play Mario Party.
1: Donald, are you an amiibo collector? Uh, I
0: I collect the ones that I think I really want or that are on that are on sale. So I'm at twenty six right now.
1: Okay, I'm in, I think I'm at like twenty nine. So not too much. More. Gosh, y'all are
2: casuals. Have you guys ever stayed up all night? waiting for amiibo have you ever camped outside for more than 12 hours for an amiibo have you ever made a music video about camping for amiibo i haven't gone that far but i did i did stay up till four o'clock in the morning once to pre-order rosalina you casual i slept in my car in a snowstorm while my sister was moving into my apartment for rosalina
1: i'm really upset though because i'm um, target here at the moment having a like a big sale that video game sort of stuff sale clearing out and the mega Yarn yoshi is now 30 bucks i was like oh, damn it why did i buy it earlier i could have waited
2: yeah i don't have mega yarn yoshi either i forget about that one yeah he he is too rich for my blood
0: and uh, toys r us here is too far out of my way yeah i really
1: i, yeah, I couldn't help myself i like the Yarn yoshi stuff See, i
2: hate yoshi like i hate him as a character so i really don't want to buy a sixth yoshi amiibo Especially not at that price.
1: It's uh, it's my girlfriend Talia. That's a really big Yoshi fan, so we tend to buy a lot of the plushes and stuff of Yoshi. He's not even a character. He's a power up. <laughs> you just want to uh, use use Yoshi and get rid of him.
2: Yeah, he's a power up, like a Pona. Dump him. I'm like, oh, you know what? I want a stuffed animal of Samus's ship. I want to be Samus's ship in Mario Party.
1: If um if we have the Nintendo characters crossing over with Mario Kart, we should get Opona driving a go kart. That'll be or the
2: the King of Red Lions on a
1: motorcycle. (laughs) It's just the King of Red Lions with wheels. No, no, he's
2: not a car. He's a character. If Yoshi's a character, then the King of Red Lions can drive his own damn car.
1: Yeah, but he can move himself mostly. Yeah,
2: but so can Yoshi. Yoshi can fly.
0: Yeah, just just a pro tip for anybody looking for some of the rarer Amiibo. Uh, if you're willing to wait a bit for shipping from Australia, uh, the website beat the bomb beat beat like meeting somebody the bomb dot com dot au. They sell them at a it looks like regular Australian price, but the way the Australian dollar is compared to it to the u.s and canadian ones it's about par for me and it's less for the u.s
1: yeah it's really annoying for a while like ages a little while ago it was like uh, our dollar was like one-to-one with the u.s so importing stuff from america was really good for me but not so much now it's like 75 cents to the u.s dollar or something i think around there trust me nick i know the feeling (laughs) thanks obama (laughs) There's so many Amiibo at the stores here now, though. They're, like, overflowing with Amiibos. I think, um, you know, this, the stores here were like, oh, we've well, got to get a bunch of them in, and now that they're so stocked, no one really cares anymore.
0: It's like, please buy the Amiibo.
1: <laughs> a lot of the earlier ones now are, like, 10 bucks, because they just can't get rid of them N- now. That's exactly
2: what Nintendo was worried about when they, like, did short runs of stuff at the beginning. They're like, yeah. oh, no, there's going to be yeah. 100 Lucinas in the store. No one's going to buy her.
1: I mean, it's easy. I've seen, like, I don't know if it's still hard to get shulks and stuff over there, but it seems pretty easy now over here. I've seen a bunch of the so-called, like, rarer amiibo, um, but I'm not sure how rare they are now, so.
2: I don't know. I stopped paying attention because I have 78 amiibo. Oh, I still have some in boxes. Mm. Do you guys want to listen to me open some amiibo live on the air? I have Famicom Rob and Wolf Link.
0: Yeah, I'm. I just at this point, I I think I might get the Fire Emblem guys because from Australia, but I just want the last of the Smash DLC characters to come and the Kirby ones for Robo
2: Bobo, Bobo, Bobo.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I might get the Kirby ones. They look kind of cool.
2: See, the one I'm scared for is Cloud because I feel like he'll sell really well, and I might have to like search for him. Yeah, it it helps for me
0: because I have a Walmart literally five-minute walk from my apartment, so I can just roll out of bed at 7 o'clock in the morning since I'm up anyway and just walk down and grab them. See, I'm going to sleep outside
2: in my car.
1: Okay, I think we'll wrap up our Listener Mail segment, and uh, we'll be back with a final segment just going over a few different topics. Um, probably touch on Star Fox, um, some other Nintendo news maybe, and... The, uh, some thoughts on the Nintendo mobile situation so we'll be back in another minute for our final segment so I just wanted to talk a little bit about um, Star Fox Zero and uh, how are we anticipating it and sort of I've been following like the some of the trailers recently and it's like some of the coverage and stuff so I've pre-ordered the game so I'm probably gonna get it on the weekend not that I can actually play it for another five weeks or so but um, how about you guys are you picking up Star Fox when it comes out?
0: I I pre-ordered it pretty much last year at E3 because they had a deal for thirty percent off, off the off the lower price at that point, and the price has only gone up since then. But for me, but uh, yeah, I've I've got it pre-ordered. I I actually edited Neil's review that you can read on the website by the time you hear this. So uh, that it pretty much con- convinced me that yeah, I'll probably get f- you know five to ten hours out of the game. I'm kind of concerned about the controls just because I'm that I'm the guy that turns off the gyro and everything. Like I turned it off in twilight princess and splatoon, but the fact, and the fact that it seems to be gyro required is going to probably give me pause for a little bit, but I I think it's something that I'll just, I'll I'll get used to it. And if worse comes to worse, I'll just rope in my roommate and we'll do a co-op.
2: Um, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to get it. Like, the only Star Fox I've ever played, I played uh, 64 3D and Star Fox Adventures, so I'm not, like, a huge fan of the series. Um, But what I'm really excited for is the Star Fox Guard. I don't know, I thought that game looked really cool when they first showed it off at E3. Uh, That one and Project Giant Robot were, like, the coolest things. I was like, oh my god. And Project Giant
1: Robot still hasn't shown up, but... Uh, no, apparently hasn't been worked on since that E three. Really? Where'd you uh, hear that? As well, uh, Miyamoto said it in an interview some point over the last few months or so. I think. God damn it. And my
0: and one of my local retailers was taking pre-orders for Project Giant Robot. It was great filler, but they since cancelled it and sent everybody codes to get thirty percent off Star Fox
2: Zero. Oh, nice.
1: See, I like. I thought like um, me and my friend wanted Giant. Uh, robot, pro- the Project Giant robot to be incorporated into-, into Star Fox. I really wanted the Great Fox to transform into a-, a mech and like have to battle some like massive boss or something. I think that would have been really cool. But um, it is, I guess, it's good to know that they might return to that that concept and flesh it out into a, a fuller game at some point because I thought it looked like fun. So um, I kind of want to see them actually. Use that
2: idea. Normally, I just buy everything, but it comes out the day before my sister's wedding, and it's the end of the semester, and I haven't worked at all this semester, and this is like the first semester that I didn't work, so I'm down to like zero dollars, and I'm like, I I don't know how I'm gonna get it or if I even care. So it's like, I I don't know. I've never been in this predicament before, like where I wasn't able to find you know to, to scrounge up enough money for the latest nintendo release so i don't know i might i might miss this even one
1: if you wait like a, even if you have to wait like another month or two i mean it's not that big a deal well, really. i've
2: never done it's that gonna i've there. never done that before i've always bought everything on launch day and i have the receipts to prove it
0: mm-hmm.
2: well i i mean you
0: have a cut if you want to do it the inexpensive way i mean you could you guys have the 20% off for up to two weeks after release, so if, I suppose you have some extra time to scrounge up the money.
2: Wait, who does 20% off?
0: Uh, Amazon.
2: Amazon America? Yeah, 20% off if you have Prime. Oh, yeah, I don't have Prime. Ah. But my brother has Prime, but then it gets shipped to New York. Gosh, alright, I'll figure this out. Alright, next week I'm sure I'll be like, oh Star Fox. I can't believe I took out like debt to buy Star Fox. I'm
1: I I'm sort of excited like to try it out and play it, but at the same time I'm kind of disappointed that it's such a safe, like retread basically, of what Star Fox was twenty years ago. Um like they've basically just taken sixty-four, made the levels a little bit longer, maybe a little bit more, you know, different, and a little, probably a little more complex in places. But it's still the same game. I mean, they haven't. The only thing that seems that they've um, tried to tried to innovate on is the in- input mechanism, and I, I just I can't get as excited about Nintendo pushing like just different controls for the sake of it. Um, I'd rather have seen like you know the thought and effort go into creating more levels or um online four-player co-op or, like, local co-op, you know, like, um where everyone's, like, a distinct character. There's, like, multiple paths. Maybe the 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 on-rails thing can go off, you know, the tracks a bit wider. You can sort of branch off more, like, easily. Like, there's, I don't know, sections where you, you can, you sort of shift, you have a choice to shift to the left or shift to the right, and it branches a little more... Um, explicitly than like finding the hidden pathways but I don't know it's just it just seems like yeah it's just a, such a straight, straight safe Star Fox game in a lot Does of
2: this game have any
1: online? Um it's I think it says that it does but I don't know what that means
0: hmm. I know I-, I know there there is some in guard but I don't I haven't heard and I didn't see anything specifically
2: about online in Zero. Because I have a friend who he's been like a gamer forever, but he just got a Wii U and every time like I recommend a game to him, like he lives kinda far away, he's like, Oh, can we play that online together? And I'm like, No. Like confused as to why he would ask, but then he's confused as to why it doesn't have online. And like have you guys ever run into that with people who are kinda not as involved in Nintendo with, as us? Mm,
1: not really, because I don't know anyone that has a Wii U that isn't involved in Nintendo. So <laughs> it's like Wii U is like a secret Nintendo-only fan club. I guess. But, yeah. It's a shame. Like I really thought that they were going to push out a Star Fox Amiibo line for this game, though. I'm really surprised that that didn't happen. Maybe they're afraid
0: of it pulling an Animal Crossing because this, Mm. I mean, this will definitely outsell Amiibo Festival probably launch day, but if the game isn't going to sell, that's probably going to leave another clog of Amiibo sitting on the shelves doing nothing.
1: Wouldn't have had to have even been much. They could have just done like a, even just, an alternate Fox and Falco that isn't out, is sort of in the style of the graphics of this game. But. but why? Like, we already have Fox and Falco. Like, do you really
2: want, like, why, a slippy toad? Why do you need, a do you need Mario from Mario Party? Because he's Adam. standing with his, his hand up. One? He looks like the amiibo from the trailer instead of the amiibo from the Smash line. And Luigi isn't doing his weird clear boner rest thing. I don't know. A lot of the Smash people are really ugly, but Fox and Falco were fine. But I just, I really don't want Nintendo to trick me into buying like the pig from Star Fox.
1: Pigma. Pigma.
2: Pigma. Oh, what a, what a clever name, Nintendo. Well, I guess
1: <laughs> it would have been cool for them to do like a, a a mini, like a mini campaign in the um in in the game where you're Star Wolf, and you have like a few different levels where you're like going through. I don't know, similar sort of level to Star Fox, but you're, like, technically in pursuit of them, and then you can get to the end and you like, oh, hello, Star Fox. We've caught up to you, basically. Uh, that would have been really cool. Have been cool. Mm. Would have given, like, a bit of, like, the VO would have been a bit different. You would have had, like, yeah, Pigma and Leon and all that doing, seeing stuff to Wolf, I guess, as they go through a level of it. Uh, actually, watching the trailer to Zero, I, a lot of the lines seem to be taken like just like directly from Star Fox 64 they'll just like re-recorded the same lines again like it might just be because they're trying to push that for the trailer but i don't know it seems kind of weird
2: yeah i don't understand why we have to be fox like there are four people on the team and in theory all of their like ships are a little different like why why couldn't we play as different characters would anybody want to play as Slippy though? Mm, he's all right. It would be a fun challenge, you know. To
1: it would be interesting if they tied the secret the some of the alternate paths to being a different character. Like maybe at a point, Falco goes, "I'm going to go off by myself, Fox," and just sort of shoots off by himself for like a stretch of the level, and you're like, "Oh, I wonder what he's doing by himself." Um, and then you can play as Falco later, and then you get to do that. But yeah. I don't, I don't know.
2: know. I do understand why they played it so safe, though, because every time that they've tried to evolve the series, everyone has gotten really mad. Like, oh, there's a Star Fox for mm. GameCube, but why do I have to go on the ground and do stuff? Like, oh, there's a Star Fox for DS. Like, it, and then isn't that one like a strategy game or something? Like,
0: I don't uh, know. it's he- it was it was heavy touchscreen, and there wasn't an on rail section. There It was all all range mode, as far as I recall. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: See, I just don't think they know what to do with Star Fox other than make Star Fox 64. Like, So this is, like, what, like, mm. the third time they've made Star Fox 64?
1: Well, you could say it's the, the third time they've made the original Star Fox game. This is basically a remake, another sort of, from the same point as the Super Nintendo You, you game, can't so.
2: forget about 3D because they completely remade the game for that one, even though it was the exact same. Well, yeah. So this is the fourth time they've made the same Star Fox game?
0: Well, they were they were more explicit with the start with sixty four three D being literally the same game just redesigned for the three Ds. Yeah. And hey, it's sixty four was a really good game, and sixty four three D was a really good port. So I, if they want to go back to that, well, again, more power to them.
2: I do like the art style. People were complaining about that a lot, but it does look like an HD Star Fox game.
1: Yeah, I, I, I like how it looks. I'm I really like. Uh, how the Super Nintendo graphic like ship looks like the original ship design. I bought the Fox Amiibo just to do <laughs> that now because it looks so cool. I'm not gonna get the Falco Amiibo though because that sh- other ship doesn't really. I don't really care too much about that one. But yeah, I guess Star Fox has like a similar problem to say like games like Sonic the Hedgehog where they're like back in the day they kind of had bite-sized levels in a way and not too many of them so you could blast through one of the games relatively quickly Um, to make a Star Fox game longer I guess yeah you have the alternate paths but making like an extra I don't know 10 levels would probably require quite a bit of you know extra development resources and stuff so I don't know I don't I don't have anything against like the on foot stuff maybe just do it better I keep saying, like, on, on Twitter, I've said it before, Um, they should just rip off Gears of War, basically, and do, like, a cover-based shooter where Star Fox teams on the ground, like, maybe, like, rescuing, um, you know, hostages or people. Or Slippy, rescuing Slippy. Slippy. Slippy can be the uh, sniper or Wait, something. Can
2: we talk about Grippy for a second? Like, sure. is he the creepiest character you've ever seen?
1: He's your creepy uncle. The
2: creepy uncle with the mustache in 2016. He He's the
0: creepiest character who doesn't appear in an Animal Crossing game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Grippy and Slippy.
2: Gosh. Just the names are like, God, please, no, Uncle Grippy. No, Uncle Grippy, <laughs> no!
0: Well, if you know what a grip is on a movie set, you can probably guess why they went for that one.
1: Yeah. And it's just the opposite of Slippy. I guess. <laughs> they like doing like that sort of thing with names. Nintendo. They're
2: like coming up with really cheesy names. Just cheesy everything.
1: Yeah. Going back to the graphic style quickly, I think like, a, um, like an arty sort of look might have been cooler. Like, instead of just sort of like HD sort of normal graphics, they should have gone with like a aesthetic, you know, like how Yoshi Yoshi's woolly world is like all yarn and everything. Maybe they could have done, like, made everything in the Star Fox game look like they're on, they're like movie, fifties movie, oh. like, movie stuff. Like the strings on everything, <laughs> um, and like it's like fake. It's meant to look like a fake movie. Or make it like, special effects, really bad special effects. Make it effects.
2: look like the original Star and, Wars. Um,
1: they could have even done the cutscenes with the puppets. That would have been even better. Or it made it look like Thunderbirds or something.
0: You know. I was thinking, like, 80s mecha anime would have been interesting art style to play with, but now that, now that you mention it, yes, let, let's do this like Thunderbirds, totally.
1: Because you can imagine, like, the ships coming in, you can see, like, these faint lines, like, holding them off, and they're, like, sort of wobbling. One of them wobbles slightly because, um, you know, it's not perfectly being controlled by the operator or something. <laughs> I just think it'd be neat. That'd be funny.
2: See, I feel like this game didn't have vision. Like, they were just like, oh, we have to make a new Star Fox. We haven't made a Star Fox in a while, and people want it. Like, no one came and was like, I have an idea for a new Star Fox game. Like, someone said, like, no, you're making a new Star Fox game. Or no, I guess the
1: idea was Miyamoto was like, oh, hey, let's play with the gamepad like we were Fox McCloud. Everyone was saying, we need we need games with gamepad use. And then Nintendo quickly greenlit, like, a few games. They were like, oh, yeah, we should... uh. Do a Star Fox where you have the second screen and the gyro and stuff. That'll justify Star Fox. Yeah, make sure you spend three years looking for someone to make it.
0: (laughs) Well, it wasn't that long. I mean, the thing was extremely early at E3 in 2014.
1: It wasn't even a game at that E3. It was
2: just an idea, really, wasn't it? Yeah, but I'm sure they had that idea for a while. I mean, it's not hard to come up with that idea. (laughs)
1: Okay, so we might move on to the next uh discussion point. We might just skip over into um a bit of meetomo and what we think other Nintendo mobile projects coming uh, could be so you both been playing a lot of Tomo?
0: yeah i've been I've been playing largely as the uh meetimo i've been very i I'm a little dark on there darker than I normally would be, but it it gets the reaction because at, at this point. It's a nice little two-minute distraction, but I'm largely playing it to grind out my Nintendo coins. So once I get Twilight Princess Picross, which is probably going to be the, the day after we record this, I don't know how much I'm going to go into it.
1: I haven't booted it up in like four days or so, but when I do, I I try and... Th- like if I, it asks me to say something, I'll try and just come up with the stupidest, like, silliest thing I can think of, like... Sometimes I just won't reply. I'll just be like, ah, oh, skip, because I couldn't think of anything non-serious response. So, Mitomo's meant to just be, like, a bunch of silliness, really. So, See, I take it very seriously, and all of
2: my answers are super serious and, like, real to my heart. Um, but, yeah, Donald, you're very dark on there. Like, are you okay? Um, I may or may not have been on antidepressants
0: at some points in the last couple of years
2: with and end you're expressing yourself through mitomo is that your therapy it, it's it's helping well that's good we're, we're all here for you if you need some hearts on your on your comments yeah the
0: yeah and i i i see the thing about where it's supposedly making forty thousand dollars a day i question how they would do that initially and then i tried to get the ninja sword
2: Oh, the damn ninja sword. I spent a lot of my Nintendo points to get the ninja sword, and it was worth it.
1: I haven't even changed my clothes once. I sort of made an outfit that kind of looks like the 11th Doctor from Doctor Who and left it at that for now. I haven't even looked at the other options, really.
2: All my outfits, Um, I try and pick outfits that my mom wouldn't let me wear in public. Like, my (laughs) go-to outfit is, like, a vest with, like, gloves with the fingers cut off and then, like, cat print pants. And, uh, I did grow an ironic mustache for my sister's wedding and my me now rocks the ironic mustache, uh, and the bow tie. You have to wear the red bow tie every day. And sometimes it's just me in like a speedo with the red bow tie or like a name tag. Um, just things that I would probably not wear around my loved ones. Just I'm expressing myself as well, I guess.
1: I guess it's fun just to wear crazy stuff on me, Tomo. Yeah, I
2: I change I change one
0: thing every day just to make it look a little different. That and you get five five my Nintendo points
2: for it anyway. So
1: I might change my clothes today then.
2: Gotta get those points, Nick.
1: But yeah, I I, I don't know how people how they're making like if that forty thousand dollars a day is like true. I don't know how they'd pe- why people are buying stuff like. I, it doesn't even seem to tell you that you can buy stuff, really. Like, it's sort of hidden away a little bit to me. Like, it's kind of weird. I, yeah. It, I it's
0: like three taps to get into the the real money part, which yeah. that's, that's a good thing as far as good design. But as a money-making thing, that's probably yeah. not so much.
2: Well, $40,000 isn't that much. Like, I think Candy Crush makes like a million dollars an hour or something. So, like, there are definitely mobile games that are more successful than Mitomo.
1: But like I'm saying, like, if they were a lot more, like, forceful with the, oh, buy this ninja sword. It's only this many, you know, buy this with your money sort of thing. They could really probably sell a lot more. Um, I think some people might be playing it and not even realize you can buy stuff.
0: Yeah, I know I know. on a Nintendo, a Nintendo News Report a few weeks ago when we were talking about it, Zach Miller was surprised that there were microtransactions oh, really? at all.
1: Yeah, my, I, I said to my girlfriend that you can buy stuff with real money, and she didn't even know about it. So, And she's been playing it a lot more than I have. So um, you can get by having fun with it without spending a cent. Oh my
2: gosh, me so. Mitomo. So I might have met someone on a recent vacation... And it might be getting really serious really fast. And we might be dating kind of through Mitomo now. Which is, like, really weird. Is she always, is she um, always going over no, to your apartment? No, it's like uh, just, we, we have a, a thread that's, like, between us. And we just post, like, things that Nintendo would not want to see. on, <laughs> And then our Miis read them out. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> are we still doing phrasing
0: is that
1: still a thing <laughs> it's pretty dirty um but nintendo doesn't seem to care too much about being squeaky clean uh with Mitomo, so well it's n- not their
0: platform so what do they care
1: be interesting to see if like a version of Mitomo came to like the 3ds or the nx or something and it was heaps uh, i care think the actual the
2: 3ds one. has like a language blocker like the actual system not each individual game mm-hmm donald do you know yeah. if that's true um
0: i i think i think there is but i mean we know why Swapnote got its internet yeah. capability no shut down so that. that if that blocks there it's
1: Swapnote was cool while it lasted but then once you had if you had a bunch of friends on your thing and you just kept getting flooded with um the notes and you had it was really slow to go through each one um that was the only downside, but it was cool while it lasted.
0: Sorry, I was just going to say, my
2: StreetPass group basically ran on Swapnote for a year. Yeah, people complain <laughs> a lot
1: about Nintendo
2: not having, like, voice chat in this or being able to add friends in that, but I think a lot of that started with that swap note event, and no one ever talks about it. But I think that set Nintendo back online so much because, like, the Wii had, like, a microphone, it had voice chat... Uh, the DS had voice chat in, like, Pokemon and stuff. Um, but it, we, we live... I don't think... Oh, it does it with still your does, friends. It does,
1: doesn't
2: it? Um, but Pokemon Black and White had video chat. Which you would... It might have oh, been
1: yeah. only local. Wasn't it only local, though?
0: No, you, you could do it on... It, you could do online, but I think you could do four-player locally, which
2: didn't uh, make any bloody sense. But it, but it was just... <laughs> I think they took a big step back after um, the swap note. And I think that happened after the Wii U came out, which is why the Wii U still has the video chat app, which I don't think anyone has ever used. Uh, but I wonder how that will affect the NX. Like if it's going to be like super secure, like maybe you add friends through another social network or um, like they go back to friend codes or something like... Ah.
0: No, they they've they've pretty much confirmed that you're going to use Nintendo account, and I mean that that adding from other networks thing will probably be a factor but there there's probably going to be a way to do it on hopefully there's a way to do it on the system as well and I, I must confess I have used Wii U video chat as a uh, monster does hunter it, does it work device. Well? I've never tried it. it it works pretty well as long as you have, as long as both ends have a good connection it's a, a good way to keep a chat room going and like draw up uh, strategies or or material list that you need for Monster Hunter Four Ultimate.
2: How many people can you do at a time? Uh, well i I did it with two. It's like one. It's one to one. Okay, because I was wondering if we should use that instead of Skype because Skype is pretty <laughs> shitty. <laughs> we're just we're moving over to Wii U video I chat.
1: Remember, yeah, my friend and I were having like, we had fun with the video thing on Wii U for like, I don't know, a fir- the first week. I used it a fair bit, but then stopped because it was not very, you know, it's not very good and you can't, most of the time you can't even tell someone's calling you. If you're playing a game and someone tries calling you, the only thing that happens is that light around the home button starts blinking and that could mean anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. So what do we think the next thing from Nintendo will be for mobile then?
2: Uh, I think we'll get a mini game collection like a Nintendo Land 2 or a Mario Party mobile, um, something with some familiar franchises that takes advantage of what's unique to phone hardware. Yeah.
1: I think it'll be more of an actual game than, than like the next one will be, like not like a Miitomo sort of thing. I think it'll be more of like a tech demo of a bunch
2: of game concepts that are each like 10 seconds long. Like a WarioWare type thing?
1: Like a WarioWare type thing, but I don't think they'll go with Wario. I think I think it'll be Mario. I think uh, like you said um like a Nintendo Land like collection of mini games might be kind of cool. You could adapt some of the ones from Nintendo Land possibly like maybe like the Donkey Kong one. And, and you, more like a Game and Wario. Yeah, and you can also go back to the well with like um I mean they could probably bring back some of the ideas from Mario 64 DS, those mini games <sighs> that were in those and um Oh my were God. All touch based and some of those are quite good so um i'm sure they got plenty of other ideas games. as well yeah
0: one one thing i'm thinking is that this past the weekend that we recorded this there was 80,000 people watching a clash royale tournament on twitch so i wonder if we might see like i don't know maybe not fire emblem but advance wars as a mobile game
1: an asynchronous um online multiplayer Advance wars might be kind of fun
2: that could be fun but i think they're going to be all big franchises that like not just ones that we would know but ones that like my mom would know
1: well yeah your mom would know mario and link and all that so yeah but she wouldn't know Advance wars or fire emblem i think the next one might be like some sort of mario thing i think coming out with like a some sort of mario game just for recognition might be a good move.
2: Yeah. And, and we're going to get a Mario, and then we're going to get a crappy, crappy, crappy Zelda game, and then maybe, like, a mini version of an Animal Crossing. Yeah. the I could see them maybe even moving
0: up the Animal Crossing one, because Animal Crossing is huge in Japan, and if you put yeah. Isabelle mm-hmm. on something there, that could be very lucrative in japan shall we say
1: and if we're if we're speaking about you know obviously some of these are gonna they're gonna want to monetize outside of a one-time payment so animal Crossing is ripe for microtransactions, and it would probably get a lot of money out of people too
2: yeah that's a slippery slope i could drop a hundred dollars on animal crossing pretty pretty depending fast. on what
1: it is i mean it's obviously not going to be a real animal Crossing game so it's going to be something along the lines of happy home design or something like that um I'd
2: imagine. Yeah, like, have you, you ever played one of the tap games, you know, where you build little, a little town and you tap on things? Like Simpsons Tapped Out you or know, something? like... Yeah, like that kind of game. I, I think we'll get an Animal Crossing like that, where you build a little town and you can... Oh, a villager moved in. Who is it? And you go and they say, like, three different things.
1: I don't know. We could even no. see, like, a, a, like a, some sort of version of Mario Kart. Do you think back to, like, those top-down races that are like, um what was it? um There's been a, f- a few of them, like, micro-machines and stuff, like the top-down sort of car racing games. You could do, like, a version of Mario Kart like that where you sort of have to move your finger around the track or something to, you know, mm. do the circuit, but, who knows. Like I was obviously not going to do a real Mario Kart, so. No, yeah.
0: maybe like a Pokemon Dash mobile, but then I realized, oh yeah, that wouldn't be an Inten- That wouldn't be one of the Nintendo games anyway, because Pokemon Company handles all that themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: and it wouldn't be good. <laughs> uh, I think we'll get a puzzle game of some sort. I mean, well, they already have Pokemon Shuffle out, but I, I don't know what they would use. Doctor, maybe Doctor like Doctor Mario, Doctor
1: Page instead this time. They've had Doctor Luigi do Doctor Peach now.
2: The year of Peach, they're gonna release a, a hot pink Wii U. <laughs> hot pink NX. Yeah. NX, no man. Hey,
0: uh,
2: oh, just that's the launch. That's the launch color for the NX. Hey, that's the official color. It only comes in peach pink. It,
0: it it wouldn't be the first time they've done a really weird color for an official color of a one of a system. Look at the GameCube. Okay, bad example.
1: That thing bombed, but <laughs> but that got it a, a lot of people color. Were happy about the indigo being like the 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 one the one color for a while. But the GameCube cut sort of failed because initially I think the idea for GameCube was to come out with like five different colors all at once and a sort of piggyback on the whole iMac um, color scheming thing they had going around that time. Um, but it sort of fell through, I guess, when they couldn't make that many different colors early on, so we ended up with just indigo and black for ages. They they should have gone... Well, here we got silver
2: pretty fast, and then we got orange, mm. and I think that was
0: it. Yeah, I, they should have gone with blood red, so that way if you do use it as a weapon, you can blend right in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> should, <yeah. laughs> so when do we think the next mobile game is going to... um? Like we're going to find out about it, or it's going to come out. I mean, they're meant to be what another five games, four, four, four or five games coming out between like now and the next financial year.
0: Uh, uh they said five by the end of this fiscal year. Obviously, MitoMo was the first one, so I think we'll get some details on it in a few days at the investor briefing. But we probably uh, yeah,
1: I forgot that was coming up yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: but we probably won't I get think... detail. like it won't release until probably e3 in japan and end of the month end of june here
1: it'd probably be smart to drop one of them like at e3 to say oh this game's out today do an apple sort of thing
0: or like oh like a fallout shelter last year
1: yeah mm. oh absolutely not apparently announced that metroid federation force is coming to ios <laughs>
2: it's ios exclusive um. Or no, Super Metroid Two is iOS exclusive, but no, all four of them are going to launch March of two thousand seventeen, like the end of March.
1: Yeah, yeah. Supposedly, yeah. No, that that like that day,
2: like March thirty first, twenty seventeen. All the oh, other four,
1: Full games in one day. Yeah,
2: and it's going to be like a, a four and watch game and game and watch collection, like all four of them together. Oh, I bet one of them is going to be like Animal Crossing Calculator. And, like, Super Mario
1: Calendar, like the DSi apps. Yeah. <clears throat> I wonder if they could do, like, a riff on Mario Maker, like a really simplified version where on, like, your phone you can build, like, sort of a level. Like, maybe you have to get make a level between two points and then you press play and the, the computer controls Mario and you've got to try and make it so it, the computers, like, can actually complete the level. Um. I don't know, something weird like that might work.
2: I think we'll get a Mario vs. Donkey Kong game. Maybe that'll be the puzzle game.
1: Ah, uh, March of the Minis, known not again. March of the too many games. I really just want them to go back to the original Mario versus DK slash DK94 style game.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, NST has to do something, because that seems to be all they make nowadays.
1: Yeah, that's actually a, a good point, point maybe there will be some sort of nst developed mini game somewhere in there i'm
2: worried because i think we're going to get a sequel to spirit tracks on ios i doubt it like a, a top Not down yet. zelda that doesn't work
1: i doubt it i don't see them doing like they really can't put out like a proper zelda game like an a proper no, mario game it
2: won't be it won't be but i think they'll put something out
1: i could see something like triforce heroes um, in a similar style to that, maybe, but yeah. yeah, which would, it'd probably work better on like outside of control issues. It'd probably work better just in terms of connectivity and stuff, finding players and stuff.
2: Oh, I bet that Paper Mario Color Splash is coming to Wii U and mobile.
1: <laughs> I doubt it. I
2: doubt it. <laughs> it's actually just a tapping rhythm game. Microtransactions for the card packs. Oh Yeah. And that's the only way you can attack, by using your cards.
1: Do uh, Yeah, phones.
2: all the phones these days have NFC readers, don't they? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Pretty much all the
0: modern ones, yeah, because they need to support, like, Apple Pay or Google Pay.
1: So you could technically have, like, Amiibo-compatible mobile game, I guess, if you wanted to.
2: Oh, one thing that's interesting is I rooted my Android, um, and Mitoma won't load on it. And I guess that's, like, a thing... Or Mitomo won't load on, like, a rooted device, which mm. i that's a pretty, like, normal thing for hardcore Android fans to do. So I wonder if yeah. that's going to, like, kind of push a lot of people away uh, on the Android side.
0: Yeah, the because I, I know it's just mainly the, the fear is if you're rooting your phone, you're probably doing something that will let you get
2: around the microtransactions. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand the fear, but it comes with mobile. Yoshi Touch and Go. Do you guys remember that game?
1: Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that would be a good fit. Um I hope we do see some something like Yoshi's Touch and Go. But then like it depends like how are they actually going to try and do like a standalone just a standalone game that you pay like $2 for with no like revenue raising thing. Like I don't well, know. That's what they said. They said that Mitomo's going to be
2: the only free to play one. I don't think they've said that. Yeah, they said the rest of them are gonna you pay up front for them.
0: I I can see them easily changing their mind though if it, if Miitomo is pulling in 40, you know, if it is truly pulling in
2: $40,000 a day, I suppose we'll find that out next week. But that's not yeah. to say that the other ones wouldn't have microtransactions. Like maybe you pay yeah. like $2 for the first two worlds of like a Mario-style game and then you pay more to unlock more levels. Or uh, pay two dollars to jump higher. <laughs> no. Didn't what like didn't Iwata make that joke?
0: No one of the one of the shareholders actually proposed that as a legitimate revenue method when they talked about oh doing God. mobile games.
1: <laughs> That's so awful. Do a Metroid game where you get to the power up and then it says, oh, to proceed further, please pay uh, three dollars for the wave beam."
2: Yeah, because Metroid fans aren't mad enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Press three pay five dollars to be authorized to use the various suit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's when I mean, that sequence sequence breaking becomes even more like needed because you know you need to be able to skip over the purchasing the power-ups.
2: Yeah, you can play this game for free. You just have to go around all the power-ups. <laughs> or maybe like you have to buy Federation Force to unlock power-ups in the mobile game. <laughs> And you you have to do it digitally so there's no trading the game in when you're done. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I love how they tricked everyone into buying Codename Steam by offering that uh, Majora's Mask pin here in the U.S. (laughs) Like, I guarantee you that... That that thing tanked, so not not many people have that pin, I would wager. Yeah, but the pin, they only made so many. They probably made exactly as many as they sold. Okay, so uh, no
1: final thoughts on the mobile stuff then
2: I know. Mm, like know uh,
0: they could use it as a test bed to bring back some th- previously thought to be dead franchises like Mock Rider, Metroid, what have you but I think they're going to play it safe and use stuff that's known to be popular and known to make money already
1: well I'm sure we'll find out in, maybe in a few days a bit more sort of the general plan of when the next releases are going to happen I
2: do think that all these games are going to come to the NX. Mm. Like, whatever the next know. handheld is, Like I, I feel like it'll have support for mobile games.
1: Mm. Maybe. I don't know. It depends what it is, I guess. Anyway, we'll wrap up the show now. Uh, thanks for coming on, Adam and Donald. Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, thank you. I, I love this show. <laughs>
1: Uh, If anyone wants to send in a listener mail question or even just a random comment, you can do so by emailing connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com. You can talk to us on Twitter, which is at connectivitynwr. We sort of monitor that you know, most of the time, so we will see something if you tweet it at us. Um, Yeah, other than that, uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.